Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hello and welcome back. I'm your hostess, Kristen, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Amber and Cindy. Hello. If this is your first time joining us, we're glad to have you here. And if you're returning, then welcome back. We're also glad to have you here. (laughs) We're always glad to have you here. Yes. And um, today we are talking about um, values, your personal values and mottos. And um, I've been wanting to talk about this subject for quite some time, probably since the beginning of us starting Modern Musings Goals Girl. Um, I wish I could remember what it was that I saw. I'm pretty sure it was a video. I'm the worst at it. I like consume lots of videos and then I don't remember where they come from (laughs) and they all kind of blend in together. But I remembered in the video, the part that really struck me was that piece of self-identity and understanding who you truly are and the person in uh, the video maybe they were being interviewed or the interviewer, I don't remember. Um, When they were networking with other people, they, um, you know, had like a personal business or something that they did. I don't even remember what it was. Maybe like a life coach or something. And uh, they would go around and talk to people and um, introduce themselves. And basically, when you're mingling with strangers um and they want to know about your business that you run or whatever you have to be able to explain what your business is in a short succinctly yes yeah a short phrase that encapsulates what your business is why you do it why you're passionate about it right because if someone were just to come up to me and say, well, what do you do? I could say, well, I'm, I'm a podcaster and, and I have this little podcast with my friends and we talk about girl stuff. Like it doesn't sound all that exciting. So an investor might not really be interested in investing in me. But if I have a phrase that I use with that to emphasize what we're all about, and speak about it passionately, then people will be more interested in what I have to say. They, um, they actually <clears throat> call it an elevator speech. Yes, thank you. So elevator speech. And so that's where I was inspired by having an elevator speech. I thought, oh, you know what? I feel like every person should have an elevator speech. Like, hi, my name is Kristen, and I'm a scrapbooker. I'm a mom, blah, 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 right? And yeah. and this is why I'm here on this planet, right? And... um. So I kind of like did a little bit of research on like making my own elevator speech. I'm glad you said that because I was like, oh, I know there's like a word for that, but I yeah. couldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's something that you could inspire someone in the time of an elevator ride. Right. So um, then I looked at mottos, right? Companies have mottos and it's usually very mm-hmm. short, a few words. Sometimes they say like three words is great because it's um, memorable Um, and I thought, okay, having a motto, like, do I have, oh, I don't have a motto. I don't even have a belief. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I don't believe in anything. I had like this like dark moment in my life where I was like, who am I? I don't even like have any beliefs in anything. And, um, and then I realized what am I here for? You know, what am I doing with my life? And, you know, I set goals, but am I actually passionate about my goals? Are they in alignment with my life? And so I started digging a little bit more on um, resisting goals and actually like achieving goals. And one of the things that I come to on a lot of platforms was having values, setting and determining what your values are, actually taking the time to identify those helps you understand who you are as a person and then it helps you set goals and so I thought oh this would be a really fun topic to discuss as part of like goals girls and um, we've talked about a lot of things uh, recently like um, Barbie we talked about Barbie and um, we hit on a lot of um, 
things that hit personally for us. And I thought, you know, it's it's good to just sit down and take inventory of that. And um, that was actually something that mom and I did earlier this year. We created a values worksheet based off of um, some practice that we have done in the past Mm -hmm. with identifying our values. So on our uh, website, modernmusings.net, we shared a worksheet that is uh, structured so that you can identify your values. And we have a long list of all the different values that you could possibly have. And then we have uh, 12 focus areas of your life. So your home, your health, your family. Did we put that in there Spiritual. Too? Yes. Because okay. then you go and assign them okay. to those areas. Okay. That's so, right. um, and uh, I really like that because I could see in what areas of my um home and family where I had some of the same values and um Amber hasn't done that values work she has not yeah I have not so I thought it would be really fun to let her poke at it and take a look oh yeah and um then we could talk about uh the values that we selected for ourselves right and um and then just kind of discuss how you use that in a practical sense so, uh, Cindy, I know you have your values worksheet handy. Yes, I, I actually um, pulled it out to look yes, at it because I knew yes. what we were going to be talking so about. So, I it. figured why I don't want to talk too much about mine because I posted it on the blog. Right. But uh, maybe you mm-hmm. can kind of go over um, some of the ones that you were surprised at or. Right. Okay. Um, well, actually, I have, I've done this twice. Um, well, three times. I actually did this three times. So the first time I did this was last year as part of my one little word because Kristen and I had found um, a similar list and and I kind of incorporated it into um, one of my words. Or maybe it was the year before. I can't remember. Maybe it was during my explore year. The year of 2019, I was working on that workshop at work uh, with my team. So I was delivering the little workshops. Um, and we ended up getting interrupted during COVID and right, never finished. Right. But, but it was shared, one of the first ones that we did. You had shared yeah. a worksheet like that with, that you were doing with me. And um, I was really fascinated by it. And I, I really did like it. It, it was very, very um, helpful to me in doing my one little word for that year. And so um, then I was really surprised I, I, that someone else came up with it also for one little word this year. Um, and they did something very similar. Um, it was a different list of course, but, um, they did a very similar exercise and I really like this exercise because it really does make you look at, um, what is important to you or whatever. And so, um, Kristen and I actually, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of working on some different, uh, goals, girls, things going on. And, um, and so we wanted to incorporate that into it. So, um, I actually have that one here with me as well. So, and, um, on that one, uh, I just went through and just, it's like a really quick exercise. You just go through really fast without thinking and circle all the things that you think resonate with you. So just, I mean, you can, you can theoretically wind up circling all of them. Um, I certainly have a huge number of them circled because they felt like they resonated with me. But then I went back and highlighted the ones that I felt like were the most important. And so in sharing those, I will, um, I will list those off. So here, here's my list, uh, in mostly sort of alphabetical order because that's the way it was presented. Abundance, balance, belonging, efficiency, faith, family, friendship, fun, happiness, health, hobbies, home, love, making a difference, organization, quality, security, success, travel, trustworthiness, and wisdom. Now, that doesn't mean to say that I have all those things, 
These are things I value. These are the things that I feel are important um, for me. And, and now your list may be completely different, but these were the things that really resonated with me. And, and like I said, I don't necessarily think that all of these things are something I have. They may be things I aspire to. Or respect. But, or, or respect or whatever, or, or admire in others even. So, um, but that is my list. And, um, you know, for whatever. So, um, with doing that list, did you find that there were areas in your life where you have purpose? Yeah, well, it, in those, in that list... I found that there was a lot of commonality in them. Um, there was there were a lot of ties. So um, home, family, things like that, you know, kind of joined together. Um, let me look. I'm trying to look back over this really quick. Um, ho hobbies, fun, belonging, because belonging goes with not just family but friends. Um, and my hobbies, because most of my hobbies are involve other people, they're social hobbies. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so making a difference, you know, was one of them. And a lot of times those involve social things, friends, whatever. So, um, but there were also things like efficiency organization and, and those kind of went with home. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, and security, you know. Right. So in the activity, you highlight the words, um, you know, that resonated with you and were the most true. And then on the next page, there is a section for each area of your life. And we have 12 of them. Yes. Um, and so they start off with spiritual, mental, physical, learning, work, finances, mm -hmm. home, family, friends. You miss social, so, uh, significant other. Oh, significant other, right. Mm -hmm. Then family, friends, and then... Um, hobbies and recreation. Hobbies and rec, and then community. community. And so you're going to take those words that you highlighted and go, what categories of your life does that word belong? And it can belong in multiple places or just right. one. Right. So like organization, you might put that with finances, work, home, home. Um and then maybe or even with learning and then uh you might have one belonging that might be community family friends and i actually put that one in spirituality yeah because usually uh you know if you belong to a religious group or something like that that mm -hmm. sense of belonging is part of that so um yeah so and it, it that was very enlightening too because just taking one word at a time and saying, does this word apply to this category of my life, this mm -hmm. area of mm -hmm. my life? And I took every single one of those words and wrote them in the, you know, underneath that little category. And and that was really enlightening, too, to see which ones I had more more things in, which ones I had right. less things right. in, um, how they interacted, like I said, um, what kind of themes came up. And, uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it was very eye opening to me to see that, to, to see how important some things, some characteristics like belonging, which falls into multiple categories, how important that was to me because it falls into multiple categories. Right. Right. And, um, for me, what kind of brought me on this journey of like decluttering and stuff was um this year one of my goals was to um update the decor in my house um and it really wasn't about decluttering but uh, originally my goal was to have more of an aesthetic appeal that I liked not just oh this was furniture that came across or oh this was a free piece of artwork that someone gave me so I'm going to put it on my blank wall so that it's not so sparse looking in here. <laughs> yeah. And um, Which a lot of us do when we're young. Yeah. yeah. And, and I meant 
I'm like, okay, I'm at an age now, like, I own this. Well, I don't own my house yet, but, like, I own my station in life. I want to be more myself. Mm-hmm. And so I initially set the goal to kind of just redecorate and make my house more like me when I realized when I started putting those values in my home box the thing that kept coming up was organization efficiency cleanliness Mm -hmm. and yeah I was like none of what I was originally trying to go for in my goal was answering my need which is my values because that's ultimately what I needed yeah you need to meet your what your values are you need to um listen to your own values and make sure that the things and and we talk we've talked about this before about answering to your higher callings or answering Mm -hmm. to what you're making sure you're in alignment with what you value and and that's part of what that was was you coming to terms with in finding your style of decor and we'll talk some more about that too in finding your style of decor you you had to find an alignment with your values Mm -hmm. and your style of decor should correspond to those values right right and I then I saw my goal shift and when I started going to actionable items that were in alignment with my values, my goal completely changed. Right. And I realized, oh, wow. I mean, my goal is still the same. I still want to redecorate my house and make it comfy cozy. Mm-hmm. But but I'm you also, realize that what, will what m- makes it comfy cozy for me is not the artwork on the walls or the color of scheme of curtains, but... How much stuff that I had in my house or right. where I was putting that stuff. Right. Um, and just actually like taking care of the things that I have. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to next year and resetting my goals again and right. being more mindful of my core values and how those will come into play in mm-hmm. my goal setting. Right. Um. So kind of what I was thinking was, okay, you set your values or identify them. Then you set your goals. Once you set your goals and in the process of setting your goals, you are finding your purpose, right? Yes. And then you come back and you reevaluate your circumstances as you're achieving those goals, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess part two of that is creating a motto. And that's where I'm seeing like a little disconnect with myself like I know those are I mean those are two separate things right um and I know like collectively we're like oh we're going to talk about personal mottos and values personal values um but that's where I haven't made that commitment yet I think I'm still like kind of Mm self-discovering but I want to make some kind of motto like I know everybody has like their little sayings like what's a common thing that you say all the time a uh, common thing that I say all the time is that, uh, well, I have like two different things that I'm always preaching. Good vibes and always moving forward. There you go. All I right. knew. I was and like always was, moving forward. Which was yeah, one of always your. Always moving forward. What, that was one of your kind of words of the year. One, yeah. One year. Yeah, was it was it forward. Not? Yeah, yes. Forward. Yeah. And, and. Like one of mine is don't stay to fit in. Yeah. Always moving forward. Always moving forward. Yes. Keep. Keep going. Always moving forward. Leave the past behind you. I mean, that doesn't mean no, don't deal with the past. That just means like, uh, don't dwell on the past. Mm -hmm. Don't Don't be stuck in the past. Yeah, exactly. Don't be stuck in the past. Don't dwell on the past. Move forward. If you spent too much money on groceries last week, don't cry about it. Just spend $20 less on groceries the next week. Yeah. Or whatever. Like yeah. if, learn uh, from your mistake. And learn from your yeah. mistake if you yeah. like uh, bought 
something that you shouldn't have. I mean, you do have the op- that if you can take it back, you have the option to do that. But I mean, like if uh, you overspent in one thing in one category, you know, you just spend less in another category. Don't cry about it. And that's a that's one thing like uh, about growing up my parents always did was fight about money and i, think I was all families fight i about know money. i know they do. <laughs> but i but like um but now you try to avoid that well like dressing I, out about it well not even uh, that it's just like a always i've just been like well i spent that money i'm not gonna get it back until the next paycheck I just have to, like, move on. Like, if I went to Starbucks and spent too much money or whatever, then that's less money I have to buy groceries with or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to move on and deal with not buying groceries. You know, I have... um, Not going to cry about it. Yeah. Uh, And that's a good attitude to have. Just move on. Learn. Learn from your mistakes and move on. Um, I... I picked up a couple of different ones um, from both Allie Edwards, One Little Word, and and then also from um, some oracle cards that I use that um, that have some good affirmations and stuff. And one of them is don't dim to fit in. And, you know, which is basically the essence of be yourself, be who you are, let yourself let your light shine, you know, um, the, like the little church song, this little light of mine, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so that's, that has really become one of mine basically, because if, if I shine too brightly for someone, that doesn't mean I should turn down to make them comfortable. It means they're not the person I'm shining for and I need to, you know, they're, they're not for me and I'm not for them. And that you can't make everybody happy. You know, we've talked about that a lot too. The other one that I um, kind of have adopted is you are enough. I am enough because we've, you know, I grew up in an age, well, and we still, do, we all do it to ourselves, you know, where we doubt our worth, our self-worth, and um, we let the things that other people say to us bore little holes into our hearts that make us doubt whether we are too much or too little of this Mm -hmm. or that or whatever. And I have to, you know, I want, I want to remind myself always that whatever I am, it is enough. It is enough to be who I am exactly the way I am and that I should not have to change for anyone else. Uh, and no one else should have to change for me Mm -hmm. either. And that works really well because both of those are, with your sense of belonging yes yes so finding my own tribe find my tribe that accepts me the way i Mm -hmm. am rather than trying to make myself fit in to some other mold or whatever and and those are those over the last few years have been um really big ones for me so um I, I don't know if i really have any other kind of motto or or anything like that but that's that's kind of the way I feel right now. The one that is really commonly said around our house, and I don't even know when it started. I think probably when I first um, started encouraging Travis to let go of things ah. was something in, something out. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like it because I do that too. It's, yeah. it's literally the principle of rhythm, which is part of the hermetic principles. Okay. Yeah. Is it right? So, um it's basically, you know, something in, you bring something into your home, something out, but you can apply that to lots of things. Like, Oh, absolutely. Um, There's only so much room in your cabinet. Mm-hmm. There's only so much room in your closet. There's only mm-hmm. so much room in your time. There's only so yeah. much yeah. room in your brain. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and so you have to let go. If you want to hold on to the good things, the new things that you're bringing mm-hmm. in, you have to let go of the old stuff. Yeah. You do. Yeah. So I feel like that one is probably the closest that I have I love that to one. I do. what uh, the values that I picked. And I wish I had my little sheet with me right now so I could tell you what uh, most of them were, you know, 
organizing oh. and I feel kind of left out because I didn't. I know we need I to print one off this, for you. Uh, sheet that y'all have spent half this. No, yeah, I, talking want, about. I want you to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, print one off for her. Print one off now. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I can do that. That's what I, I want. I want Amber to fill it out because she hasn't. Uh, oh. She okay. hasn't done one. I, um, I had Travis to do one, and it took him a lot longer than it took me to do it so I think maybe I was a little bit more practiced at doing it but he was really in deep thought about it and I was really proud of him because he actually like put a lot of effort into um his value like he valued the answers that he chose and one of the ones that really struck a chord with me and I encourage this I feel like in a relationship everyone you know should have their own right and they don't have to be the same values um but you know I live with my husband so I need to honor his values right and how can I honor his values if I don't know exactly what they are you know I mean I married him so I should have a rough idea but um it was really enlightening to see what he selected as his values and um how I can play a part in um, ensuring that our household um, meets those values. One of the things that he put under household was peace. And I was like, oh, wow. I am probably not a very peaceful person to live with sometimes because, you know, I've talked about before, like I get kind of hulkish. Sometimes I fly off the handle. And I've been really working on that, especially now, like, knowing that that's his biggest value in home is to feel like he's in a peaceful place. And I could totally agree with that. I think everyone wants to feel safe and secure and have a sense of peace at home. And so knowing that how important that was to him just let me know, like, how much harder I want to try to work on my mental health because that's where um that category in my life um I had peace (laughs) and I realized that um you know our different categories sometimes crash or collide into each other's other categories and um you know like uh Travis values bread (laughs) he loves his bread but it collides with my health values And so, you know, we've had lots of discussions about how we can, as a married couple and parents, um, you know, be healthier for each other and be healthier for our child and um, things that I consider very important as far as like our dietary needs are things that are challenging for my husband. So we're working on that and... um, that's kind of been part of our goals that we set together. Jason and I are working on that also. Like, uh, he values his Pop-Tarts. Yes, I remember you talking about him valuing his Pop-Tarts. And and sodas. And uh, I've been trying to get him to cut back on the sodas. Yeah. And the Pop-Tarts. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. I remember when you were talking about Jason and his uh, Pop-Tart eating because um, when Raina and Travis first moved in with me, uh, that was a shock culture for me. I had just been uh, a bariatric patient for about a year. So, you know, I was on to normal eating, uh, but I had you know, pretty much eliminated all bread out of my life and uh, with the occasional, like, treat of something somewhere or whatever. But uh, when they moved in, it was like, oh, multi-packs of chips and sandwich breads galore and, oh, chocolate-covered donuts for Raina. Like, why do we have all these Oreo cookies in our house all of a sudden? Like, (laughs) I had rid my home of that stuff for about two years I didn't have any of that kind of food, and then all of a sudden it was everywhere, and that was really hard. Um, I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah. because I did Pop not value. Pop-tarts are so tempting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. 
and see that's those are I things those are the things that are not in your values because you value healthy meats and vegetables but those other things come into your life and we consume them even though they're out of alignment with our values yeah and that's where we take ourselves off of our path our soul path our goals um because they give you that instant gratification when you know ultimately those things that are in your values give you long this is the holy what do you call that longevity with your values you get that inner peace right and happiness from within right right not external and like a quick hit from like a powder donut right 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 and so knowing those things that aren't in alignment with you that aren't part of your values figuring out how to remove those from your life without you know just like cutting people out of your life right right right. um there is a um podcast episode cast from clutterbug i know i'll always be talking about her ever since (laughs) we did that thank you for introducing me to her uh mom when we did that podcast a long long ago um in a galaxy far far away. right <laughs> so she actually was interviewing this gentleman who was a minimalist and his um she was asking him how does one become a minimalist and he said it's not about getting rid of all your things because when you just throw everything away you miss those things and you go back and buy more exactly people will just go back in and fill the voids in their life by purchasing things again. And he said, you have to figure out what your values are and then go from there. And I was actually inspired by his values because he said you should just have three to five. (laughs) And I thought it was really funny because I was like, well, I'm a maximist, obviously, because I have like five for all 12 categories. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, I need to go. That is another thing that I can do is go through my list now that I've, uh, you know, found attachment with those words and, you know, Cult- actually cultivate, cultivate them and yes. find the ones that don't resonate with me anymore. Because the last time I filled that out was a year ago. So I actually am looking forward, like I said earlier, to next year going back and revisiting the list yeah. And taking a more minimalist approach to it because although I was inspired by a lot of those words and, you know, I kind of want to resonate to all of them. Um, some of them I looked at it and I'm like, man, I wish I resonated with that one. You know, and that is the parts of me that I need to go, oh, I need to look at why I didn't. Right. And then move on. Yeah. I don't have to have it all, you know? Yeah. And so um, I want to go back and find the ones that are redundant and um, kind of narrow them down and pick the ones that are most important. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how my goals pan out this year um, and which ones that I really uh, focused my values on because i know i've kind of neglected some of my goals I'm not gonna lie yeah, the health yeah, one i haven't yeah. even like hardly touched on <laughs> me too so um you know i think the challenge is like the health goal finding what resonates with me right. what is it that i find a value in that like obviously i want to live right? <laughs> right um but there's other reasons why I want to be healthy and so really understanding like how that fits in with my values maybe reaffirming those Mm -hmm. or changing them maybe I thought that was what my values were um I don't know so I'm I'm looking forward to uh redoing it right so I I really liked doing this exercise um and like I said, I did it, the first time I did it was for my one little word. And and it was not part of one little word. I just took that little values list that you had and, and used it for my own purposes because I was kind of exploring where I was and what was important to me and some things like that. And I felt like that 
that was a, a great way to narrow down what I thought was important to me and stuff. And, and I learned a lot from it that year, but, um, and doing it over again and then doing it for our goals, um, thing that we're setting up really helped me see how those things fit into my life and help me narrow down what my goals actually were. Because sometimes I feel like I should have X as my goal, mm-hmm. but really my goal is Y or Z. Mm-hmm. And by knowing what I value, it really helped me determine what I really should be focusing on because mm-hmm. knowing what you value puts you in alignment. Right. And, and your goals should always be in alignment with with your values. Yeah. I'm one of those type of people. I need to see my goals every day or yes. I will forget what they are. Yes. <laughs> I'm really bad about that. And like I can't tell you because I had so many values. I probably had like 25 of them or so. Um, I don't know. There was like five different ones for each of the 12 and they were all different that's 60 well some of them were the same in multiple places so it was under 60 right but probably 25 or more for sure because they weren't all the same mostly repeating so that leads me to believe that um there's so many that it's hard for me to keep up with them I think if I can narrow it down make that list a little smaller and then just having it somewhere where I can see it and this is where I'm going with this when you say you have a health goal and your health goal is to lose 10 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. I wish that was my goal. <laughs> Maybe I, I should just make only that. I know. I should just make that my goal and then I can achieve it and then I'll be like, yay, I won. Right? But um, hmm, food well, for thought. So there, there is a thing about your goals and you break them down into smaller, smaller goals. Smaller goals, yeah. So... What I was trying to get at, though, is every day, everything that you do, you make a choice. Yes. So, like, back to this powdered donuts. Like, when you go, ooh, I'm going to eat them powdered donuts that are here, they're there, right? I know they're They're not part of my value, but you go for them. Before you go for them, ask yourself, is this working towards my values or is it working against my values? Right. Right. So, if my value is to eat a vegan lifestyle then obviously those powdered donuts probably are not vegan so they're not going to be, be in alignment. alignment with my values and yeah. so that I think is where I was like mind blown okay this is where I'm finding myself being triggered I'm finding myself failing at my goals because although I have set my goal and it's in my heart and it's in my mind and I've written it down and I've manifested it. I've put it on a vision board. And well, I've, you haven't manifested it. If you, well, if I mean, I'm manifesting it, right? You, you are know, manifesting I'm, it, yes. I, It's all in my mind, but my body isn't in action with mm-hmm. the same value. My body is going, ooh, I do what I want, right? So being able to remind myself that I think that's going to yeah. be my next step is well, just reminding myself what my values are. Well, and, and you know, that, that is, it doesn't apply just to food either. You know, if you're saying my value is to spend more time with my family and to be a devoted mother or father or sister or whatever, but you're putting in 80 hour work weeks Mm -hmm. you need to say no when your boss offers that extra side project right because boundaries because they're yeah you do you have to set boundaries boundaries is a great way to do it that's what i've had to do yeah lots Mm -hmm. and lots of boundaries and and you know it's it really does apply to every step of your life knowing what your core values are helps you make those decisions if you remember what those core values are and maybe that's you know we talk about making affirmations every Mm -hmm. day Mm -hmm. maybe that's what we need to make us our affirmation every day i I am efficient i organized yes i'm efficient i'm organized i am well or like in mine i i'm abundant i have abundance i have balance i have belonging I belong yeah I belong reminding yourself of those things that 
family is important to me. My spouse is important to me. I love it. That those should be our affirmations every day. That's your motto. That's your elevator speech. It really is. That is is your elevator speech. When someone asks you who you are, do you embody those values? Yeah. When you, when someone walks up to me, I would say, you know, like my career when I had lots of, um, I was like, yes, this is it. Um, you know, there was a lot of them about, uh, being, um, what do you say? Like it's moral, uh, ethics, work mm-hmm. ethics. And work so ethics like, yeah. to me, that is like top notch, like one of my biggest values because I'm working woman, like my entire life, it feels like it has been about me and my career. Right. It hasn't been my entire life, but a good portion of my life. And so it is one of my biggest values. So if someone were to come up to me, I would say I am morally ethic at my job. And I am organized. I'm on time. Right. Right. So I value being on time, but sometimes I am late to work. What caused me to be late to work? Something else. Okay. I need to figure out, like, how is that not in alignment mm-hmm. with who I am? Because mm-hmm. I value people who show up on time. Right. Right? Yeah. And I don't want people to see me as a person that's late to work. Because it weighs heavily on my spirit when I'm late somewhere. Yeah. So what do I need to do to enhance that? Because I see that part of my life is not in alignment. So if someone were to ask me for my elevator pitch... And I said that I want to be like, yes, that's really me, you know. I don't know. I do. I do. And, you know, um, that that's interesting because, you know, like when I'm looking at a lot of my things, a lot of them boil down to home, family. There is work in there. Um, but I also find that um, I have let work get in the way of home and family mm-hmm. um, because, I, you know, I'll, I'll tell my husband, don't bother me. I'm working right now, you know, and things like that. Um, we, we've had some issues with boundaries here. I, my office is in an open part of the house and it's right off the kitchen. And so we have boundary issues of people just walking in. And and also because I have been a stay at home mother for a good part of my life, um, you're at our beck and call at being at people's beck and call. Yeah. And, and so then when I started working from home, I, you know, it felt like to a lot of people and, and to me too, because I am just as guilty, guilty of letting family stuff interrupt my work day. And, you know, I will get up and go put on a load of laundry in the middle of writing an email. You know, yeah. I let myself get distracted by those things And so, you know, learning to set those boundaries and learning what those values are helps me remember what, what I need to be working on that when I look at this list and I see that my biggest values are family and belonging, Mm -hmm. that's, I should weigh everything against that. If I feel like that is my biggest most important value then all of my other goals all of my actions should take that into consideration absolutely yeah and they it's like a venn diagram i really feel like oh yeah um if you were the way we have it organized on the worksheet is you know very vertical they're listed in columns Mm -hmm. um the areas of your life but they all overlap um like a venn diagram you know, I guess in kind of like a circular pattern, they all kind of come together in the center um, because your home life is your family and mm-hmm. your and friends are your recreation a lot of times. And they are your belonging. Um, you know, like I could, like you're talking about paring down and minimalizing your list of words. I could, mm-hmm. I could minimalize mine by going down to home and belonging mm-hmm. because that would encompass my hobbies my friends, my family, um, all kinds of things all right there in two words. Mm -hmm. I really could, um, because those, they really do encompass all of those ideals. So yeah. Very interesting. So Amber's over here working hard, man. She's 
she's she almost is. she's done. working on this list here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I really said, it's it really is a quick little project, um, a quick little worksheet. Um, I think it's really interesting. I do. It was very enlightening for me. Yeah, I feel like everybody should do it because I don't think we ask ourselves these questions. It's just things that we think we innately know. Right, right. But but you have to actually ask yourself that question to know. And you have to, to like speak it out for it to be true, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the set of oracle cards that I was talking about that um, where I get the don't dim to fit in, um, which I've, I've read that in other places as well, but it's a, a set called, um, the work your light Oracle cards by Rebecca Campbell. And, um, and she uses a lot of that stuff about your light, letting your light shine. Don't let you, you know, don't dim to fit in, be who you are, kind of things like that. And, um, she talks about getting, you know, making sure that your path is aligned with your true, your highest calling, you know, and are aligned with your values or whatever. Well, if you don't know what your values are, you can't align your path to it. So, um, you know, that's, and a lot of times we don't know what our calling is, or we don't know what our path is, or we don't know what our values are. And that was, that was kind of where I was a couple of years ago with my one little word. And we talked about that. My, oh, when you had clarity? I had clarity and then I had explore because I wanted to find out what my goals were. What were my values? I don't know because my life had changed and a lot of things had been turned upside down and turned around. And I really needed that clarity from 2020. That was my word. And 2021 was explore. I was exploring uh, what my options were and those, you know, those underlying values were a big part of that. So yeah, I think I, I do. I think everybody needs to ask themselves whether you do this particular worksheet or not, ask yourself what your values are, what is important to you? What is your higher calling? What is your path? What, what is your alignment? Awesome. So after we go over Amber's, I hope hopefully she'll be willing to share her results. Then I want to talk about part three of this. So taking your values and your motto and then turning it into something bigger. Okay, so uh, how am I supposed to read this? Like, uh, well, I feel I checked all the boxes or I checked all of the words and I filled out all the boxes. Uh-huh. Well, do you want to give us a highlight of some of your words? Oh, and I think on the worksheet also, it asks you, where do you see some correlation, some repetitions? Were there areas that were lacking? Yeah. Too. And I noticed you had said something a second ago, too. Um, Well, definitely, like, the area that is lacking the most is uh, finances. Mm Mm-hmm. As far as, like, a finances at this moment in my life I guess are not like my main I mean it's always in the back of my mind of course but I mean it's not like I guess my main focus like my my main well the the thing that I have the most of course is gonna be um learning like uh I feel like one of my life's purposes is always learning and uh one of my goals, I guess, uh, let me rephrase this, you know, like, uh, if I have to sit down and think about my values, one of my biggest value is always knowledge, education, learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's like my biggest thing. And then of course, next thing would be creativity. Okay. Okay. Like those, those two things. I value the most of course I of course I value family like a and my significant other I have a lot of things under that like adventure caring commitment communication compassion loyalty love honesty so like uh, what I value with my significant other is like honesty patience love loyalty and then, you know, 
Same thing with friend communication, encouragement, honesty, humor. Another thing that I value with my significant other or just in just in life. So like uh, some of my big things, learning, creativity, exploration, humor, honesty. Those are my big, big things. Did you notice any patterns and did you find any or and did you have any like core values that appeared in all of your categories or did you have any core values that didn't go into a focal area like like uh Kristen was saying uh in when we were in the break a, a minute ago um that she had some that didn't really fit into a category at the time that she did it and um so I, I wondered if you had any words that didn't fit or, um, yeah, there were, there were several words that I wasn't sure where to put. So I just stuck on places. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember any of them? Um, or maybe I just didn't write them down on here. Uh, well, like one of mine was perfectionism. Right. I thought, I you know. At the time, it was like, oh, yes, I love perfectionism. But I also don't. Like, well, it's, it's something and that it's holds me back. And it's not something you love, but it is something you identify with. You definitely yes. resonate. Perfectionism is often one of mine as well because I strive towards perfectionism. and But it doesn't really fit into one of my categories. It fits into a lot of my categories. I want to be the perfect mother. I want to be the perfect wife. I want to be the perfect employee. I want to be, or businesswoman. I want to be the perfect housekeeper. I want to be the perfect um, Christian or whatever. You know, it, it, we, you know, there's lots of ways you can, I want to be the, in perfect health. Um, you know, there's a lot of different places. We, we strive for that. Those of us who, who go for perfectionism it's never just one area of our life it's always multiple areas right yeah yeah i i decided not to put that one on my values list because it it, felt like it 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 felt like a negative yeah yeah i felt like i was just asking myself too much right right well and and honestly we can't all be perfect um so but but it is something that some of us but i feel like if if my home embodies abundance cheerfulness efficiency organization and happiness then it is perfect right right yeah um i can't remember which one that Um, i just stuck random so yours kind (laughs) of looks like mine and and i earlier i thought i didn't have it with me because i couldn't find it but i do have it and i misquoted how many (laughs) i actually the list has what like almost 300 words on it no maybe 200 no i i was uh, really long the list off. is long but yeah i ended up ticking off all the ones that uh, resonated with me and then i moved them over to the values worksheet uh where you put them in their different categories of your life and um looking at mine now um i actually moved over 10 to 15 for each one and then I went back and I circled the top five um did you see on yours Amber one of the ways that I chose the top five in each category was when the word was in multiple places oh because I realized oh wow that one is really important to me not just in this place but over here so I will right like learning she talked about learning yeah Mm -hmm. creativity is in multiple places learning career home hobbies mm-hmm. uh mental health spirituality like a uh, creativity is in multiple places inspiration is in multiple places uh balance is in multiple places i have balance in a lot of mine that's one of my Um, words adventure exploration uh in multiple places inspiration honesty love mm-hmm. safety multiple places i have i actually 
I'm looking at mine right now too. And I have a lot of like health shows up in a lot of places, even though we have a life category for health, mental health and, mm-hmm. and physical health. I do have health in there, but I also have health in other places like, uh, spirituality. I have health in, uh, my finances mm-hmm. because it affects my finances, um, with my significant other, with my family, um, a lot of those I, and home home is another one that is a life category, mm-hmm. but I also selected that as one of my core values and it home shows up in mine over and over and over again, um, in my hobbies and recreation, in my friends, in my significant other, in my finances, in my learning, um, you know, just almost every category has the word home in it. Joy. Mine is in almost every category. Joy. Joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, it's interesting when you start looking at those things, then you really, really, really start seeing mm-hmm. what your core values are. And, um, yeah, that's, I think that's really important to, to see that and to know that. So I challenge you next, Amber, to circle the ones that are... get do, like, the most important ones. Mm -hmm. Mm. Narrow it down to, like, your five for each one or whatever. Top five in each category, and then maybe narrow it down from there. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and narrow my list a little bit more. Okay, Um, Because I saw happiness and joy, (laughs) and I was like, okay, well, they're kind of, like... The same word. The same thing. Um, happiness is internal joy happiness exudes joy is an ex- expression of yes, your happiness of the happiness yeah. and I feel like that's like taking happiness to the next level so I'm probably gonna reduce happiness and take joy um, right which is your part of your part word. of my word this year yeah. Yeah. yeah so um so part three of this is the part that we haven't discussed yet and um this was also in Allie Edwards and it's been in some other um goal setting things and it was actually one of my goals this year was to create a manifesto so I thought it was really funny when on Allie Edwards that was one of the activities yeah. this year yeah. I was like what who read my mind <laughs> so um if you don't know what a manifesto is sometimes it has a negative connotation for some people who like use it for nefarious reasons we don't even have to give them credit to right. who they are well that's true but yeah. um really what a manifesto is is a very short description of x y and z your motto your values what you stand for and what um you do so like a company will have a manifesto and it'll say that they are the leading company in technology sourcing um with integrity and empowering employees with you know better than standard pay and you know it's a few statements of what they do what they believe in why they do what they do um and it's usually you know in some kind of formal document right And, and i think it stems from the use of the word manifest as a cargo list Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about it, a, a ship will have a manifest that lists all the passengers and all the cargo they are carrying. The passengers. What? The passengers. <laughs> yeah. Passengers. I know. I have a Texas accent and it shows sometimes. <laughs> um, so, so they'll have that. So this, think of it as like your manifesto is your passenger list of the things that are important to you or what you stand for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that elevator speech. Yeah, could be part of the elevator speech. Yeah. 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 So um, what my challenge is this year is to make my manifesto based on, and I'm running out of time, guys. That's why we're, this is a hot topic today because I'm like, it's October and <laughs> I need to do this. You know, I want to I want to have this ironed out and created um, with thought, not mm-hmm. with um, the burning fire of procrastination. Um, <laughs> I want to actually get it done, but with, uh, my intent and, um, I want to be able to say like, this is what I stand for and this is who I am. And if I, you know, were to leave this earth and that was all that was left of me, someone would be like, yeah, that's Kristen. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, there's some really cool uh, manifesto examples. Um, one of the classes in Ellie Edwards, she said, you know, to go look at some online. Um, she was using graphic art uh, as a way to make, you know, her manifesto very visually appealing. And I really liked mm-hmm. that. Um, too, because then it wasn't just a bunch of typed words, but I got to get to that typed word phase first. Yeah. So and, and a lot I'll of worry people, about the visual part. A lot later. of people Put don't, don't worry the about the visual part. Um, mine, and I did mine, um, cause this was actually, uh, I believe from February. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a February, uh, prompt. Um, and, and the Allie Edwards stuff you can do, you don't have to do it in the time that it, it's. Uh, saying that it's a February prompt is just saying that's when the prompt came out. It doesn't mean you have yeah. to do it in February. Hence why I haven't done mine yet. <laughs> yes. And um, and some people work on them slowly and some people work on them quickly. I happened to do mine. Um, I think I did mine in March because I got a little behind. But, um, but it was, I did mine and I used kind of that graphic thing. I, I enjoyed the process of doing the graphic part of it as much as I did uh, finding the words and phrases to put in it. And I will share mine on the blog, um, on, on my blog when I write it, um, my process and, and some of that. And yeah. I really loved yours cause you incorporated those areas of our lives. Yes. I, d- I did mine in a 12 step, uh, completely apart from the way that the Allie Edwards one presented it. I actually took those 12, um, areas of our lives and that we that Kristen and I had ident- identified for our goals girl thing and I broke that into those uh took those core values applied to those areas and made my manifesto using that and that actually helped me make that manifesto I think because it showed me what my manifesto should be because I already knew what my core values were. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that really helped me with it. So, uh, I'll share that process, um, in, uh, in the, the whole document as it is on the blog. Awesome. Well, I, am looking forward to, uh, seeing what you guys share on that and uh, do definitely want to hear uh, our listeners if you um, are interested in this uh, definitely check out our website again it's modernmusings.net where you can get that values worksheet mm-hmm. check it out see how it worked for you we would love to hear your feedback on that and um, you know Let's talk about it in, uh, you know, MMC chat too. Yeah, Come check yeah, us yeah, out. Yeah, we want to know. For this episode, we want to thank uh, Cake Mix Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our gear and our music. And we'd also like to thank our loyal listeners. We really appreciate you coming back week after week to listen to us uh, ramble and rant. <laughs> and uh, what are we talking about next week? Next week, it, the topic is You Are Enough. All right. And um, I think we've brought this topic up a few times, uh, not specifically this topic, but it's yeah, come up it's in conversation quite a, a bit. bit. And um, and I'm, I'm excited to tackle it. So Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Maybe we can loop in some of the uh, stuff. I'm going to go back and look at my my values again and... There you go. There you go. <laughs> make make myself feel more enough. I'm needing those values. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Anything else, ladies, that you had? No. No. no just like good. give us some ratings. Pass us on. Share, share, share. Um, and we thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you. Oh, and I also wanted to say that I did look. Um, we were looking at like where our listeners are coming from. And I was just blown away. Hello to all of you in Sweden, Ireland, England. Um, oh my gosh, everywhere, everywhere, yeah. like yeah, it's they're crazy. all over the world and uh, Canada, um, and then just about every state. Um, there was a bunch of people from 
Kentucky. So hello to all the listeners out there in Howdy. Kentucky. That, 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 that would be my in-laws in Kentucky. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, wow, we have a lot of listeners in Kentucky. Like, um, I was looking at July, the month of July. Uh, I just loaded up certain podcasts that we had loaded. And I was like, wow, oh, there was a lot of downloads in, uh, from Kentucky. And I was just blown away. Like, how did we get all the way out there? But we're almost in every state. And I thought that was really cool. So I wanted to say hello to you wherever you are. Yeah. And and get over on that Modern Musings um, MMC chat. Interact with us. Send us some emails. Where are you from? Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Where are you from? Introduce yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.